0: Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Last Week in Quantum by Q Secure. I'm your host, Bill Roth, self-proclaimed Silicon Valley marketing genius. This is the show where we review the week's news in the world of quantum computing and its impacts on the world of cybersecurity, AI, and more. And with us to discuss this is Brandon Dennis, our regular director of operations at Q Secure. Welcome, Brandon. Thank you, Bill. And a repeat from WizKid, Eugenia Wilson, product manager calling in from her bunker in Hawaii. Welcome, Eugenia. Thanks. So last week, lots of news. The uh, National Quantum Computing Center in the UK announces an agreement with IBM. We'll also talk about a claim using quantum computing to crack the RSA algorithm. And also, as you know, legislation makes me happy, H.R. 6213, the National Quantum Initiative Reauthorization Act. But let's find out more about all this goodness by talking to our experts. So, Brandon, number one was the National Quantum Computing Center in the U.K. Tell us more about that story.
1: Yeah, out of IBM, the National Quantum Computing Center announces an agreement with IBM for the center to provide U.K. researchers with cloud access to IBM Quantum's premium plan. That includes IBM's fleet of quantum computer systems with the aim to drive new research directions based on the use of quantum computing. Eugenia, we uh, always get excited to see governments put money towards quantum research.
2: Absolutely. And this actually isn't even the first time that we've seen the UK government this year put money towards quantum computing. So, this is clearly something they're passionate about. Uh, You know, it comes on the heels of in March of this year, 2023, uh, they announced in the UK budget that they're going to allocate over the next 10 years uh, $3.1 billion. Um, And this is really part of just a larger global trend of uh, nations putting money towards quantum research. You know, we talk a lot about, you know, the US, obviously. Um, China, India, Russia as these big players, but we are seeing more and more money get put into the space by smaller countries, you know, the UK, South Korea, and I think we can only expect uh, this to grow more and further proliferate across the world.
0: That is awesome, and as always, a great uh, summary and context on that story. Hey folks, remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel to stay up to date to all things quantum. Just look for Secure on YouTube. Uh, Brandon, let's talk about this story. It's kind of disturbing about uh, there's some researcher claiming to have cracked uh, RSA 2048. Tell it. Give me. I only briefly read it. Give us a little bit more context on it.
1: Yeah, we had a claim uh, come out of bankinfosecurity.com. Scientist claims to have developed an inexpensive system for using quantum computing to crack RSA which is the world's most used public key algorithm. Uh, Eugenia, I know you had a chance to check this one out. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious. I think just like both of you to hear, um, you know, what comes out next as we often think about, you know, cracking uh, RSA, we often hear it in the context of Shor's algorithm, uh, well, I least when it's cracked through a quantum computer. So, you know, this is kind of the first time that we're hearing, you know, someone else saying, oh, I've actually got a totally new, inexpensive way using quantum computing to break RSA. Uh, He's claiming it'll only cost, you know, less than $1,000, which is crazy cheap. And if true, definitely something a little spooky. Um, But, you know, a lot of experts out there are skeptical. You know, it is kind of early stages in hearing about this. And I think they're just seeking a bit more, you know, concrete proof, to this claim and just are waiting to see kind of what further research and papers are going to come out. Just like I'm, I, I'm waiting to see it as well and to read more about it. So uh, TBD.
0: Indeed. And I think uh, a lot of us, for those, for those of us old timers that were around during the cold fusion announcement back in the eighties by Fleischman and Pons, this is a big deal. It's a big deal if it is, but I think you need to show your math on this. So, uh, and we'll of course have Shore's algorithm in the show notes because everyone needs to sort of be able to keep up with Eugenia. It's hard enough for those of us who work with her. We're going to try to help you as well. Uh, final story we have, which just makes my heart sing. I'm a legislative nerd. Tell us about H.R. 6213, Brandon.
1: Bill, this one came direct from science.house.gov. The committee introduced HR 6213. This is the National Quantum Initiative Reauthorization Act. This is to advance quantum science and technology in the U.S. and maintain our global leadership position. So lots of bills, lots of acts passed over the last few years. Eugenia, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah. Yeah. This is exactly builds on, you know, the 2018 National Quantum Computing Initiative Act. And just like before, we're still seeing a lot of bipartisan support, uh, which is awesome and exciting to see. Um, you know, we're in this bill specifically. Also, we're not just seeing, you know, support uh, for the development of technologies in the lab um, and commercial settings, you know, from groups like the Department of Energy, uh, NASA, the National Science Foundation. Uh, NIST, who we, who we love to talk about, um, but we're also explicitly seeing calls out for the importance of building relationships with our allies. Um, and this is one that actually ties in super well with the first article that we talked about today, right? The UK government uh, working with IBM. Um, and so we're really seeing kind of that quantum computers are expensive, they're, they're big, they take time to build and space to have them. And so if we can share resources and work uh, to create these awesome scientific discoveries with our allied nations, uh, it's really going benefit, to um, benefit us all, which is, is just exciting to see.
0: Yeah, it, one of the other things that is exciting to me is this is, as you said, a bipartisan bill. It was introduced, you know, with a with a Republican speaker now, you've got to get a Republican to get um, some of this legislation forward. So Frank Lucas from 3rd District in Oklahoma is the one that sponsored this. But I'll also note that my, long-term con- my longtime congressman and one of the greatest Americans, I think, uh, that we've had is a, my member of Congress, Zoe Lofgren. Um, that's two very senior members, so this is very serious. This is not sort of play around um, legislation. And so, uh, A, bipartisan, and B, there's some big players on it, so you can tell that Congress is taking this seriously. So, folks, uh, you can find all of the articles uh, mentioned today in the show notes, including a reference to Shore's algorithm. And if you want weekly updates, join our mailing list by visiting our LinkedIn page. And, of course, happy Veterans Day this week to all who have uh, served and who are serving now. That's all for today's show. I'm your host, Bill Roth, humble, self-proclaimed Silicon Valley marketing genius. And with us this week has been Brandon Dennis, Director of Operations, Mm -hmm. and Eugenia Wilson, Product Manager. Welcome to you both.
1: Thank you, you, Bill. Happy Veterans Day, everyone. Thanks,
0: everyone. All right, folks, we'll see you next week on Last Week in Quantum.